most gracious and loving God, we thank you for this sacred moment. Weave my hands to the gospel cloud and tie my tongue to truth. Let us hear from you, the still speaking, ever living God. This we ask in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So we are once again back dealing with this family that had this story about that ram in the bush from my first Sunday as pastor. This week we're looking at Jacob. Jacob is the son of Isaac. And if you remember back a month ago on July 2nd, Isaac was the son that Abraham was about to sacrifice. Now Isaac is all, Jacob is all grown, and he's gone off, or Isaac has had Jacob, which is his son, and now Jacob has gone off and left his father Isaac, the one who was going to be sacrificed. Now Jacob is on the run, because the family drama in this family has not ended. Jacob, brother, is Esau, and some of you may remember this story. So Jacob is the younger brother. Esau is the brother that was going to receive the blessing and the inheritance. Well, the mother, Rebecca, told Jacob, you should go and put on some fur, some hair, and go into Isaac's room and receive your brother's blessing before Esau receives it. So Jacob goes in, deceives his father, and indeed does receive the blessing. Well, of course, Esau's not happy about that. So Jacob has been on the run ever since then. Jacob eventually gets married. Jacob eventually accumulates a great deal of wealth. And then all of a sudden, Jacob realizes that it is time to stop the running, that it is time to go back home. So it is no coincidence that this particular scripture about Jacob and him wrestling with God is placed exactly in our text where it is placed. Jacob has been on the run, on the go, running from his past, running from all of his deceit, trying to get away from who he really is. And so this text is placed right before Jacob actually reconciles with Esau. Jacob has sent ahead a caravan of animals and people and all kinds of trinkets and gifts to try to make Esau happy. What he doesn't know is Esau is on his way to meet him and Esau is going to greet him with joy because their family is going to be brought back together again. But Jacob doesn't know that. He is still on the run, still trying to make up for his deceit, still trying to forgive himself, still trying to get away from his past. And so here it is that Jacob is wrestling with a man. And then later the text says this man is God. But Jacob is wrestling with God, or this man, Jacob perseveres. 
and gets through all of this struggle, this wrestling match with God, and then God decides to bless Jacob anyway. God blesses Jacob, a man who has deceived his father and stolen from his brother, and yet and still, despite his past, despite his flaws, he gets through this wrestle with God with a blessing. The text says that Jacob was left with a dislocated hip in the beginning. Then, Cindy, I don't know if you noticed, when you got down to the end, it said that God struck him at the sciatic muscle. Well, let me tell you a few things about this. The text says Jacob limped on the way. If he had a dislocated hip, and I don't know if you have parents or have had somebody with a dislocated hip, you don't limp away with a dislocated hip. What is more likely is what is said in the text is that God struck Jacob on the sciatic nerve. So here's what I know about a sciatic nerve from my own experience, because I'm trying to get over some sciatic nerve problems myself. And this is based on WebMD and Wikipedia, so take it away. <laughs> the sciatic nerve is the largest single nerve in the body. It runs from the base of the spine through the buttocks and into the thighs. It is a part of your nervous system, right? The nervous system whose key function is to alert you to when there is injury through something called pain. More contemporary scholars have agreed that it is more likely that Jacob's hip wasn't knocked out of socket. Rather, he suffered from something more like a pulled muscle from when you are wrestling with someone. This being the case, one of the ways to treat this sciatic nerve pain is by stretching it. You will say, well, preacher, can you stretch a nerve? I'm not a doctor. I don't know, but let me tell you what I do know. What I do know is that you can stretch and build up a muscle. In this case of Jacob, if he is experiencing an injury that is, is attached to his sciatic nerve, it is because it's not the sciatic nerve that was struck, it is the piriformis muscle that is adjacent to the sciatic nerve. When the piriformis muscle spasms, it taps on the sciatic nerve, which then alerts you that there is an injury near the sciatic nerve. So it is not the sciatic nerve that is injured, it is rather the piriformis muscle that is injured that needs to be stretched in order for it to heal. This is the type of injury that I believe Jacob suffered with. Now this is just like us. Sometimes we are wrestling with ourselves, we are wrestling with different issues, and then we will eventually discover, if we hold on, that the issue that we are potentially wrestling with is not really that particular issue itself. It is something that is adjacent to the issue that is spasming, that is causing the pain and the struggle that is in your life. 
It is a muscle of sorts that needs to be stretched and worked out. Perseverance, in this case, is the key. Jacob persevered and held on to God, wrestling with God, until he is struck at this muscle. There comes a point, just like in Jacob's life, where you're going to have to stop running. There comes a point when you're going to have to stop and face yourself, and you're going to have to stop and face God. What I do know is that if we will persevere through, we will find out what is really hurting, what is really broken, what needs to be stretched and worked out in your life. God wants us to be great. God wants us to be stretched. Good is not great. And great, my friends, is not good enough. We must hold on. You may come away with something that I call a stretch goal, where you find yourself wrestling with God, wrestling with yourself, and you walk away limping, but you went in there completely walking. But you walk away limping knowing that God is asking you to change and to do something better and to do something different. Here's the fact. Jacob walked in and wrestled with God and still got a blessing, but walked away with a limp. So you may find that your blessing is actually going to come through you having to go through a situation that might cause you to have a little bit of a limp. But if you can get through the situation with the limp and work on the piriformis muscle and stretch it out and work it out and build it up, you will receive your blessing. What if the struggle that you are facing, the issue you are facing, the challenge that you are up against, the goal that you have before you, what if it is meant to alter you and meant to change you? What if it's meant to slow you down the same way Jacob was slowed down and had to hold on and wrestle with God to figure out what the next step would be. Maybe it is meant to stretch you and grow you and make you stronger in God. Isaiah's text today says, God will give you mercy and pardon you. God wants to bless you. But here's what's interesting about Jacob. Can we also see that Jacob has been on the run? He knows that everything that he has and everything he has accomplished has come through deceit. Is it possible that Jacob is wrestling not only with God but with himself because he cannot forgive himself? But then yet Isaiah says, God will grant you mercy. And even God says, I will give you the blessing. But you're going to have to stretch. You're going to have to grow. So you're going to leave here with a limp tonight. You're not walking out of here, out of here upright. You're leaving with a limp. God wants to bless us. 
Maybe the blessing is metaphorically speaking is that God wants to tap you on your piriformis muscle and make it spasm a little bit to get your sciatic nerve all stirred up so you can feel a little pain and a little irritation so that you can grow, so that you can change. Stop running and put your hand in the hands of God. I heard the songwriter say, hold to God's unchanging hand. Trust in God who will not leave you whatsoever the years may bring. If my earthly friends and my family forsake me, still more closely to him I shall cling. Hold to God's unchanging hand and build your hopes on things eternal. What will be is whatever the struggle. You may not come through it unscathed. You may have to stretch. You may have to grow. There may be some pain, but what God has promised is a blessing. You may have a limp for a little while, but you will be reminded that you prevailed. You made it through because you held on. Might you come out with a new name like Jacob, who in our text has been renamed Israel, which means contending for God, striving for God. And oh, I'm about to make somebody want to run out of here now. But it also means dominion and reigning with God. So how is it that old Jacob got slapped on his piriformis and that sciatic nerve got irritated he hobbled on out away from that struggle with God with a new name called Israel, the one who reigns with God and the one who has dominion with God. So whatever it is that is holding you back and pushing you down, get ready for a limp and get ready for a new name. Can we be called Israel? In the words of Isaiah, hold on. God's word will not return empty. God's word will carry out his will and achieve the very end into which it was meant. Hold on and you will go out joyfully and be led out in peace. Hold on the mountains and the hills before you will break into cries of joy. Hold on, as the text said and Marcus read, all the trees. On the countryside, will clap their hands. Have you seen trees clap their hands? Hold on. The cypress will grow in the place of the thorn bush. Hold on. The myrtle will replace the briars. My friends, we have a hope today. And we have seen it in Jacob. The one who has wrestled with God. Walked away with a limp. And if anything that I've learned about my sciatic nerve and my piriformis muscle, if you stretch it out and you work it out, you will walk again. You will prevail. May we all be called Israel. Amen. Amen.